It always makes me happy to hear that. So happy. Hey, we're back. This is the second podcast of the Soybean Aphid Podcast, June 9th, 2011. And I'm Matt O'Neill, and to my left is... I'm Aaron Hodson. And uh, we're going to try something a little bit different this time, because uh, I know people are busy. It's a busy time of year. It's always a busy time of year. Uh, here's our little abstract summary of what we know about the soybean aphid. Aaron, correct me if I get this wrong, but uh, we have seen our first aphids in soybeans, and we're getting reports from around the state in um, northeast Iowa. Brian Lang in the Decorah area has found aphids. Yeah, that's probably not too unusual. He said he usually finds aphids the first week of June. And uh, we've had reports in Dallas County, so this is more central Iowa, is that right? southwest of Ames. And um, we've, our research staff, our graduate students have found them up in Nashua at some of our, at our research farm there. Um, So. Yep. Yeah, so aphids in Iowa, and you've uh, had reports of colleagues finding aphids, soybean aphids in Minnesota? Yeah, in the, in the southwestern part of the state near New Ulm, and also uh, some colleagues in southern Ontario as well. Okay, and I was uh, on a conference call. Uh, colleagues doing a project in Michigan and Ohio State uh, have reported uh, large numbers of winged aphids in a, a pan traps used to catch winged aphids. So soybean aphids on the move in that part of the world. So that's our, you know, not a lot of aphids, but there are aphids being found. And the reason this is remarkable is that uh, we didn't find any, really, in the fall of last year. So despite those low, low numbers, we did see, clearly, uh, aphids surviving and colonizing soybeans. Now, this isn't anything to do anything about, but just want to keep our eyes open. This problem hasn't gone away. Yeah, I think there are fairly low numbers, but the interesting part to me is finding them in areas that we don't typically see them in June. So they, some of the areas are not heavily wooded. They're kind of wide open areas, and, and to find individuals on V1 plants is uh, could could make for an interesting summer. Um, yeah, so that's our aphid roundup, and then I was thinking the rest of the co- uh, podcast we talk about uh, some more general issues uh, in more depth. So if all you're interested in is aphids, we'll see you next week. Uh, if not, uh, stick around. We're going to talk a little bit more about some other stuff. Uh, talk about some uh, roundup of conference calls that we've been on regarding just sort of insect pests in general for field crops. We have a new invasive insect pest we want to talk about and then uh, finish up with some upcoming events and activities for people to look forward to this summer. So you want to talk to us a little bit about the conference calls you've been on? Sure. I'm on a conference call every Monday that brings together people from around the state. So beyond just entomologists, they're field agronomists, pathologists, weed specialists, and uh, I really haven't heard too much activity for soybean just because a lot of it is still emerging at this time. And so there were some reports of bean leaf beetle activity and uh, some very small level levels of defoliation. And so we'll keep our eyes open for that. But um, I really haven't heard of any other seedling pests in soybean this year. And that kind of goes along with uh, the regional teleconference that I have every other Monday. 
many other states are very far behind us in general, and so they're still trying to get their beans in the ground. So, of course, they don't have any problems with insects at this time. And um, we had an, I was on a conference call uh, I hinted at earlier. Uh, we're doing a project where we're trying to track the winged soybean aphids as they leave buckthorn coming to soybeans. And uh, previously on this project, we didn't find a whole lot of aphids. Uh, in some states, uh, Michigan in particular, didn't. I don't know if they found many at all. But they were saying that, yeah, they are finding uh, um, soybean aphids this year in uh, larger numbers than last year. So it's uh, uh, remarkable. Um, uh, Dave Voltlin, he's an entomologist from the University of Illinois, runs the suction trapping network for those of you that are familiar. And he reports to us every week on the numbers of soybean aphids and other winged aphids that he uh, sorts out in those suction traps. And to date, I don't think he's reported any soybean aphids being trapped in in Iowa, but he has trapped some other numbers of uh, small grain aphids that are um, maybe important later in the season. Yeah. Okay, so kind of quiet, but quiet so far. not too surprising. Mm-hmm. Um, the other item on our uh, agenda, the kudzu bug, is a new invasive species that attacks soybeans, and you guessed it. Kudzu? Yeah, yeah you're good. <laughs> well, last week we talked about the brown marmorated stink bug being an invasive uh, potential threat in, in our state, so we thought we'd uh, bring up another one that could potentially infest our soybean here in Iowa. Yeah, so to be clear, it's not yet, has not yet been found in Iowa. It's been found in Missouri, Georgia. Georgia's the heavy spot, I think, yeah. or heavy area. And I think it's been found in the Carolinas, like the western end of mm-hmm. uh, the Carolinas. Um, kudzu bugs, interesting. It's a um, kind of a, it's it's an odd insect in that it's uh, not a familiar family of insects that are uh, think about in soybeans. Um, its scientific name is Mecoptera cribraria. Sure. Yeah. That's <laughs> Latin. I believe you. <laughs> um, that's sad, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> they're too hard to uh, pronounce. So they're most closely related to what we know as, as the stink bug family. Is that right? Uh, yeah, but you if you held them up together, you wouldn't confuse the two. They're kind yeah, of like cousins. They're, they're very different. Yeah, it's in a different family of insects than stink bugs. Um, Platispidae? There you go again yeah. with that Latin. <laughs> um, these are small uh, critters. They're not as small as aphids, but they're smaller than stink bugs. Uh, they, um, I think they're sometimes called the globular stink bug because they do sort of look like a, a glob of mm-hmm. liquid if it were kind of beaded up. Um, they feed on kudzu, but they have also been shown to feed on soybeans. And there's some evidence from our colleagues in the south that they can cause some damage to soybeans. How much is not really yet known. Um, There's still a lot to be learned about its ecology and biology in North America. Uh, In China, this is a little odd because usually we get invasive species that don't cause problems in their native land like China. But in China, there are reports that these can cause yield losses 20 30%, especially kind of, uh, sort of late in the season. Um, I had one other thing to say. Well, they about also mass on structures. Yeah. And they, oh, so they yeah. can be an annoyance in the fall. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, like stink bugs and like the multicolored Asian lady beetle, other critters from China, these 
look for places to overwinter as adults, and they're stinky, and they've been problems in the urban areas. So, yeah. still it's like not clear. Triple whammy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> triple threat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> now I'm distracted by <laughs> triple threat. I'm thinking, wow, they can shoot the J, they can move the ball, they can rebound. It's not really what you meant. Um, it's playoff time. What can you say? Finals, uh, baby. So, uh, what was the other thing? Yeah, stink bug. Globular stink bug. So it's not yet clear how much of a pest and how far north they'll travel, in part because it's not clear how much they need alternative hosts like uh, kudzu. So um, something we'll kind of keep track of. Um, just a reoccurring theme, soybeans not native to North America – and as we continue to grow the this plant, it's going to accumulate the pests from its native range, in part because of shipping and global commerce. Okay. Anything else? Oh yeah, upcoming events. Uh, do you have any? Are you going to be out and about? Are you doing any gigs in June? I don't have any gigs scheduled for June, although there are a couple. Uh, big events happening in July, and so I'll bring those dates next time, but you can always go to the Iowa State University website and www.iastate.edu. Yep, and um, you can search for calendar events, but there's just a couple different field days, a management clinic, a diagnostic clinic, and you also have one coming up in August, In August, yep. It's a little off topic for uh, soybean, but it's about... Uh, ways to conserve beneficial insects using native plants. Okay. And then the other kind of big news is you've just finished editing with Darren Mueller and the Soybean Association, um, our Soybean Aphid Field Guide. Yep. The last time, the first edition was in 2008, so it's been a while. We've had a lot of advancements in management tools like host plant resistance, and so uh, that should be available through our extension store uh, later this summer. Okay. All right, well, should we wrap it up? I think so. Bring it on home? Yep. See you next week. And uh, if you have any questions, feel free to email us. Yeah, if you're seeing aphids out there, we'd love to know. All right, great. See you next week. Bye. Yeah.